Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Well, I want to thank Pastor for the opportunity to uh, represent him in the pulpit today. It is truly an honor. And uh, about three weeks ago, I was on vacation. I missed uh, a Sunday and a Wednesday, and wow, did I miss it. You know, online is just not the same, right? I mean, I'm so glad you're here today, and we're thankful for those who are watching online, and it's a great option, you know, when you need it, but uh, it is great to be in the house, right? It is great to be in the house. I really missed being here. It's always good to be uh, back home. Amen, amen. And uh, I'm thankful for Pastor's vision and his anointing to build and to, to grow and to lead a great church here in this community that's reaching around the world for 40 years. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Amen, amen. Well, today we're gonna talk about the, the power of right relationships right relationships. So relationships are so important in our lives, and we say it like this. The most important things in life are not things, but they are relationships. You've heard that before too, haven't you? You know, it's very true though. It's very true. They say that we are the average of the five closest friends that we have. Hmm, That's, that'll make you think, won't it? <laughs> You know, I think it's very true, though. We become like those who we hang around with, and especially as times get more difficult, and I believe that they are and they will, uh, we need trusted friends and trusted relationships in our lives. And so we're going to talk about that today. We need, we need those people that are the, the friends and the family that are right beside us. They'll stand with us. They'll, they'll lift our hands. They'll encourage us, and they'll help us along. We serve together, and we grow together, and they help us in our relationship with God, right? They encourage us, and I want to call those our horizontal relationships, horizontal relationships, but then we need that vertical relationship, that relationship with God, amen? The one who created us, the one who loves us, the one who knows us best, the one who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, that vertical relationship, we never want to neglect it. Amen. And my, my relationship with God helps me with my relationship with people. You see, when I surrender my life to Christ, when you surrender your life to Christ and the Holy Spirit dwells in us and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, the character of Christ or the fruit of the Holy Spirit begins to develop and manifest in our lives. And it makes us a little more loving and a little more lovable. It makes us more joyful and peaceful, right? It makes us more faithful and patient and kinder and just easier to get along with, right? So my relationship with God helps me with my relationship with other people. But then my relationship with other people help me with my relationship with God because they're the ones that say, are you going to church today? And by the way, we just kind of settle that on day one. It's Sunday, it's Wednesday, we're going to church. So we don't have to ask that question anymore, right? But how are you doing? Can I pray for you? Uh, you know, is there something that I can do for you to help you along? And so relationships, relationships are very important, and we have some benefits that we get from the right kind of relationships in our lives. And I want to just look at a couple of those today. Number one is accountability. 
Accountability comes in our lives when we have those people that will, will, will remind us. They'll ask us a tough question and hold us accountable for that. And without a relationship, there really is no accountability if we have no one to be accountable to. So Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1 it says, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly gossip about them. No, 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 no. Help that person back. Help that person back into the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. So we can encourage one another. We can hold each other accountable. Number two, we can get encouragement from one another. It's nice to have an encourager, a Barnabas in our life, right? And so in Hebrews 10, verse 24, we read this. And let's consider how to encourage one another in love and good deeds. So we can encourage each other by having that right relationship in our lives. And then number three, we grow with the right relationships. We grow because of those right relationships. In Proverbs 27, 17, it says iron, as Tommy said it this morning, iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We need those people that are going to help us to get better, to get sharper, to, to be stronger, and those, that comes out of the, the growth comes out of the right relationships. And then the fourth one I want to mention today, and there's many, many benefits of the right relationships, but the fourth one I want to mention today is restoration, that we find this in James 5, 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Now, let me just clarify. We confess our sins to Jesus to be forgiven, but when we confess our sin to at least one other trusted person, there is a healing that takes place. And the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So as pastor said, I'd like to share with you some of the things that you are doing as a church, as a congregation, uh, to help build good relationships. The ministries, some of the ministries here of the church. And I want to start with Celebrate Recovery. And the one thing I want to start with is we cannot do recovery alone. We need strong positive relationships in our lives. And let me explain who Celebrate Recovery is for, in a word, everyone. Everyone. Well, you say, well, no, I don't need that. <laughs> you know, well, maybe, but let's talk about it. See, everything in Celebrate Recovery points to Jesus, and it's based on the, what the Word says. And when we say recovery, we automatically, we all do, we automatically think of drugs and alcohol. Celebrate Recovery certainly does deal with those issues, but there's so much more. Two out of three people who attend Celebrate Recovery nationwide attend for other reasons than chemical dependency. Celebrate Recovery is a discipleship program. It is a, it's, it's evangelism. We lead people to Jesus. And it's also leadership development. And we help people find freedom from their hurts, hang-ups, and their habits. And I don't want to just rush through those three words. I want to talk about them just a little bit to explain what that means. If we, we all have been hurt. At some point in our life, from child through adult, we've been hurt. Okay, now, if we don't walk through that hurt with Jesus and find healing, then 
that leads eventually to some kind of a hang-up in her life, and a hang-up in her life then leads to addictive behaviors, and that's this, we see the progression. But what are those hurts? Hurts are things that mainly have happened to us, okay? Things that have happened to us. And so that could be things like abuse, abandonment, uh, divorce, grief, betrayal, any kind of a relationship issue. Those are often things that have happened to us. We call those hurts. And if we allow layers of emotional scars to remain, we become incapable of seeing ourselves who we really are, and it prohibits us from experiencing any kind of joy and freedom in our lives that God wants us to have. So we start from hurts, and then we go to hang-ups. And in the hang-ups, we see uh, things like anger, depression, fear, unhealthy body image, shame, pride, materialism, laziness. All these kinds of things are kind of hang-ups, hang-ups. And then those can lead to habits or addictive behaviors to drugs and alcohol, but not just that. It could be sex, pornography, food, gambling, shopping, social media, smoking, work, popularity, all kinds of addictive behaviors that we can all fall into. So hurts, hang-ups, and habits. In Celebrate Recovery, every week we hear some kind of remarks and comment of how God has really changed, transformed a person's life. Every week, major victories and freedom. Um, I'm, I'm trying to say these as generically as possible, but there's a person who uh, came uh, about six or seven months ago, and he, uh, this person said, uh, smoke pot all day, every day. And he's been, he's been clean ever since, okay? And he's got a good support system. He has a good support system. Uh, alcoholics who have been dry for weeks and months and years. And one person said, I never thought I'd see my life without alcohol. There was no hope. And then they find hope. People who are dealing with grief, who suffer from the loss of a spouse or a parent or a child, and they find support and they find hope in support group of Celebrate Recovery. Failed marriages have been restored and healed. Uh, couples reconcile after seeing significant change in themselves and or their spouse, and they come back together. I'm excited about that. And very soon, we're going to start a group for veterans called Welcome Home. And so there's a lot of things happening right there. Let's look at Lamentations chapter 3, uh, verse 20. <clears throat> For I can never forget these awful years. Always my soul will live in utter shame. That's kind of the status of a lot of people in the world today. Next verse. Yet there is one ray of hope. There is hope. There is hope. Next verse. His compassion the love of God, the compassion never ends. It is, the on, it is only the Lord's mercies that have kept us from complete destruction. Wow, so true, so true. And Celebrate Recovery helps people that are on a path of destruction to walk on a path of everlasting life and freedom. I'm so excited about that. So the landing, the landing is Celebrate Recovery for teenagers, oh my goodness. So we're excited about that. It continues to grow and grow and grow, grades 6 through 12. These young people, they come on Thursday nights at the same time and uh, as Celebrate Recovery. And it's, for some, it is recovery. And for others, it, we call it pre-covery. 
and we help to give them the tools that they can deal with the challenges that happen in all of our lives so those challenges don't have to become issues in their life. And we've seen some drastic turnarounds. I'm excited about that and great friendships that have come out. And one person said recently, my life is totally different today. I don't know where, I don't know if I'd be alive if I hadn't come to the landing. That's serious, folks. That is serious, but that's exciting. And so they cover the same topics as Celebrate Recovery, but on a, on a different level. Some of those topics are like denial, hope, action, forgiveness, gratitude, and admitting. You know, we have to get to a place where we can admit. And that's what Celebrate has, Recovery has done in my life. And uh, those of you who know me well, you can say, thank God. <laughs> okay? But, but let's look at Proverbs 28, verse 13 in the Living Bible. It says, a man who refuses to admit his mistakes can never be successful. But if he confesses and forsakes them, we don't just confess them and continue to walk in them. Confess them and forsakes them, he gets another chance. He gets another chance. That's exciting, guys. That's exciting. And we have Celebrate Recovery inside. Inside what? Inside the jail. We go to the St. Charles County Department of Corrections every Tuesday night, and we have had so much favor there. And these statistics are very fluid here, but um, uh, about two, or two weeks ago, there were 22 women on that one particular night, and 10 of them raised their hand for salvation because Jesus is their only hope. Jesus is their only hope. And here's what's exciting. I see more, I see some people that have more freedom on the inside, in the jail, than people that are on the outside. And that is the truth. Uh, with the men, uh, one week there were 23 men, and they begin to share, they begin to, some of them tear up when they talk about the relationships that they have lost and forfeited, and the mistakes that they have made, but they, they begin to support one another. There's even some tears in these guys, and I'm like, wow. One, one, the, we were finishing up one night, and there was, there was a lot of, like, hugging and crying going on, and, and it, I mean, a few of them, and uh, the uh, officer walked in and said, what is going on in here? <laughs> like, whoa, you don't see this, and, and so there's transformation happening, and get this, there's somewhere between 75 and 100 more people uh, in the men's units that are waiting for us, but it's going to be months before we can get to them because of, of availability, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of need, and we have a lot of opportunity there, so we're excited about that. And the Celebrate Recovery Bible is a uh, NIV translation of the Bible, but it has in it uh, the whole program, and it has uh, Bible studies and reading plans and takes them on a journey to study each of those topics, and so we get to take those Bibles in there, and <clears throat> then that Bible stays there when we're not there. It's 24-7 there. We're there for an hour and a half. It's 24-7 there. And then when they leave, whether they go somewhere else or out or wherever they go, they can take the Bible with them. And it continues to minister. Yeah. So I, I want to extend an invitation to everybody today to our sixth anniversary of Celebrate Recovery this Thursday, October 5th. That's six years of doing the entire program, uh, and so we're excited about that. It's this Thursday night. We have dinner at five, free dinner at 5.30, roast beef, mashed potatoes, and uh, 
uh, free dinner at 5.30. Then at 7 o'clock, we have our service and our celebration. And get this, we're really excited about our featured speaker, Daniel Blunt. Okay? So all ages are invited to this. This is not a regular CR night. There's no sharing. You're not going to have to sit in a circle and confess your sins to each other. Okay? But... Uh, we invite you to come and just see what's going on there. Let's look at Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. I love this. Search me, O God. That's an invitation. Search me, O God. Every room of my house. Every room of my house. Do you ever lock any doors so the guests don't go in that one room? But God, search me, all of me, and know my heart and test my thoughts. Point out anything that you find in me that makes you sad or grieves the Holy Spirit and lead me along the path of everlasting life. So do you see the, the change, the flip over when we invite God to search our hearts and we can go from destruction to a path of everlasting life? And, and Celebrate Recovery, we don't try to fix people because we can't. Okay, but we just help people to walk with the one who can, and that is Jesus. That is Jesus. All right. So it's a relationship with the Word of God. That's the, the most important relationship, but we also need those human relationships to help us moving in the right directions. Another opportunity that we have here at Church on the Rock for relationships is our small groups. How many of you are in a small group? You've heard about the small groups. There's some meeting right now, to this morning. It's uh, right, we have, uh, there's over 70 small groups. They just started, so if you haven't gotten involved in one, this is an opportunity to connect with other people in a small group setting. And the, the, the theme or the lesson of this one is God is for you. It's based upon Pastor's new book. And um, uh, there are some, some of the, they all do the lesson, but then some of them go on to do uh, like maybe a, a, a book study or a topic uh, or an activity, some kind of an interest. Uh, some for singles, some are for men, women, some are for couples. So relationships make life rich, right? And we don't want to miss opportunities to enjoy those relationships. So you can find them on the website. Uh, you can uh, go, to the, go to the website and search all the groups, find a little bit of a description of each one, and you can sign up right there. And it's not too late to join. You can join anytime in that, in that whole season. Another opportunity we have at Celebrate Recovery, I mean, at the Church on the Rock for um, relationships is our dream team. Let's hear for the dream team, all right? Yeah. You know, the closest relationships that I have ever formed are with those that I serve with right here at the church, and that's exciting. The teams, the teams, when you're a part of a serving team, those teams meet together, they pray together, they grow together, they cry together, they laugh together, they eat together. So do you do anything outside? <laughs> yes, we, we, and we minister together. We minister together. And so it's an, an exciting thing to be part of the dream team of any, so many different dream teams. And a couple of myths. Number one is, uh, well, I'd like to do this, but I don't know how to do that, so I'm just not gonna try. Well, the, um, you don't have to know how to do it because we're going to train you. We will train you in anything that you're willing to do, willing to learn. We are happy to train you and take the time to do that. 
another thing that we hear is, I have a, such an irregular schedule, I just don't think that I could commit to anything. Well, commit to being here when you can. How about that? Okay? Because a lot of the ministries, maybe not all, but most of the ministries can have a very flexible schedule, and they would be happy to have you when you are here, all right? Want to make sure that you're in a worship service? Worship one, serve one. Worship one and serve another. But that's, that's, um, uh, that's very important uh, that you have that worship experience as well as serving and our God is for you classes. They happen on Sunday mornings. You know, next week will be part one. And there's four parts to that. Pastor will be in the very first lesson. And uh, every week people are discovering their unique giftedness through the, through, through the God is for you class. And they find where they fit on the dream team. There is a place for you to fit. Our greatest asset at Church on the Rock is not the equipment. And it's not the building but it's you, it's the people, it's the people. Because without people being involved and in supporting the ministry, ministry doesn't move forward, but when you do, ministry moves forward and it expands because of your involvement. So can we thank all of those who are part of our dream team? Amen, we're so thankful, we're so thankful. Now I wanna look at a verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Verses 15 through 18, this is in the message, so there's a lot of words, okay? Um, but in this verse, we see both unity and diversity. And I think that's a good description of our church, amen? Unity and diversity. So let's look at this. I want you to think about how all this makes you more significant, not less. A body isn't just a single part blown up into something huge. It's all the different but similar parts, different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. We're talking about the dream team now. We're talking about the people in the body of Christ stepping up and some people are the foot, some, some people are, are a hand, some people are an eye or an ear, and they're all functioning together. If a foot said, well, I'm not elegant like the hand embellished with rings, I I guess I don't belong in the body. You see what that is? That is comparison. And that is jealousy. And it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. We don't want to compare because there is no comparison between the parts of the body. I'm not elegant like the hand or embellished with rings, and I guess I don't belong in this body. Would that make it so? And if the ear said, I'm not beautiful like the eye going on, and transparent and expressive. I don't deserve a place on the head. That's a pity party. Come on, we don't wanna compare your gifts with somebody else's gifts, okay? We don't compare. But would you wanna remove it from the body? Of course you wouldn't wanna remove any part of your body. If the body was all I, imagine that, okay? How could it hear? If the, if the body of Christ was one big huge eyeball, and nothing else. That would be kind of freaky, right? We don't want to be freaky. We want all the parts, right? So we need you. We need you. We need every person. And uh, if we were all ear, big giant ear, that would just be weird, okay? But if, if the whole church was a big giant ear, how could it smell? So we need, say, the church needs me. 
how could it smell? As it is, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body right where he wanted it. So God has placed you right where he wants you. And he's given you a function to operate in right where you are. So there is a fit and there is a function for every person here today, amen? So to help you with that, next Sunday, now this Sunday, Hispanic, thank you, Heritage Sunday, out in the lobby, out in the lobby, another great opportunity for relationships. There's food from all, I picked up one of these. Uh, anyway, there's all kinds of food out there from several different countries. And uh, it's amazing. Let me tell you what happened. Last year when we did this, we got our food, we sat at a table, and we met a family who was here for the very first time. Since then, those very people have become wonderful friends, and they are fully involved, the whole family serving in the church. Relationships. Relationships. So next Sunday... And for three Sundays, the rest of the Sundays of October, we're going to have a ministry showcase out in the lobby. And that'll be right after the services from, for about 30 minutes or so, right after each of the services. Each of the ministries that have Church on the Rock are going to be out in the lobby, and you'll have an opportunity to uh, talk to people, to ask questions, to find out. You may even find out that there's a ministry you didn't know about, one that we didn't, you didn't even know that we had. And so... We want you to plan a few extra minutes. Don't just, you know, if you're quick to go in and out and you miss, you're missing the relationships, you're missing the full experience of church, okay? And so don't just be so quick to get out. Don't be so quick and in a rush. Unless you, you know, work and those kind of things. We understand that. We understand that. But uh, don't do it to avoid people, okay? I'd love church if it weren't for the people, okay? But that that... That doesn't, that doesn't work, okay? All right, let's look at Romans 12, verses four and five. For we, for as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. So I don't do what you do, and you don't do what I do, vice versa, all throughout. So we, who are being many, are one body in Christ, one body in Christ. That's the vertical relationship. The relationship with Jesus Christ. And individually members of one another. That's our horizontal relationships. We need them both. We need them both to have a full experience of what God wants us to have when we're part of the local church in the local body. Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads? You may realize today that you don't have that relationship, the most important relationship with Jesus Christ. And maybe you sense God calling to you. Maybe you feel the Holy Spirit drawing you. Maybe you hear him saying, come to me today. Today's the day to do it. If that's you today, I'd like to ask you to just raise your hand. And if you would, just keep it up for just a moment as the ushers are looking. If you're online today, you can just click there where it indicates 
on your screen. But the most important relationship, if you're missing out on that, I just want to lead you in a prayer that will begin that relationship. You can put your hands down. Thank you. Would you just pray this prayer with me today? Heavenly Father, I know how much you love me and that Jesus died on the cross for my sin. I repent of my sin and I invite Jesus to come into my heart. Jesus, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Forgive me for all of my past. I live my life for you. I'm in the family of God and I have a new beginning right now in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we rejoice with those who have received Jesus today? Let's stand to our feet. If you, made, if you prayed that prayer, made that decision, there's information on what you can do next on the screen. And our prayer partners are coming forward. They're going to be on this half of the auditorium. If you have a prayer need or would like to share with someone that you received Jesus today, they would love the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you for coming today. Make sure you stop out in the lobby and uh, always remember that as you go that God is for you. Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you.